space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's 532. Happy Tuesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. It's a plain black t-shirt day in the studio. Oh! Look at that. We're wearing the same t-shirt. You got blue jeans on? Uh, gray. Ah. Son of a... So close. I mean, honestly. We're going to present a united front here today. Dude, this is more than we've ever had. <laughs> You're wearing a t-shirt that doesn't have wrestling something on Just it. Just plain black. That's what I mean. It's stunning. No logos. Wow. Hard to read. It's. It, I am a <laughs> no logo t-shirt guy. It's true. Plain I have t-shirts only. so many of them. Yeah. Very few of my t-shirts, they have anything on it. Yeah. You, I would say 98% of the time. Yeah. I do my like once a year re-up from Old Navy yeah. on like the like $12 just like plain tees. So I've got a few. Yeah. And then beyond that, I just collect wrestling shirts for the most part. Just feeling feeling normal today? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lie to you, brother. I've had better 24 hours in my life. Well, we're going to talk about that just after 6 o'clock because yeah, yesterday was an insane day within the Soper and Brown show. Uh, catapult day. Yeah. So we got to review that. Yes, sir. Uh, we were hosting a Soap and Brown viewing party, Ghostbusters. That's right. Movie you had been so excited to see. Desperate to see. You said one of your favorite movies of all time is the original Ghostbusters. Probably in my top 10. And you couldn't wait for it. <laughs> and you didn't get to go. I didn't get to go. Because of a medical emergency. Yeah. Yeah, which, which we'll, uh, we'll explain down. a little after six. That's great. A lot of questions during it because yeah. I didn't really mention too, too much. Yeah, yesterday. a few people sent me notes on Instagram and stuff, yeah. and I'll uh, answer them and I'll answer everybody else yeah. here. A little after six o'clock, it requires some, um, uh, well, it, it requires a deeper breakdown than we can do here. Yeah, so we'll do it there. That's fair. That's fair. Is it because we have a meeting today? Is that why you wore a black shirt? Yes. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. We do have a meeting. I didn't it. want to explain who Eddie Kingston was. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It clued in for a second. I was like, oh my God, we have a meeting today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I, I, every, oh yeah, Carl definitely thinks about those things. <laughs> no, I'm, obviously I, I do. I, I yeah. forgot about that. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I wish I could forget about anything. <laughs> Anything ever. Hey, uh, you were just telling me a story off air. I want to I wanna just break this down. Oh, by the way, uh, massive shout out to Patrick uh, before Sixer, who's yeah. in the text box nice and early this morning. So yeah, Patrick, it's a hot shower. He's up and feeling it, ready to go. Love it. Love it. Uh, story comes to us here. This is from Swan Hill, Australia. Police cited a man for driving a motorized cooler. Without a license. Motorized cooler. Now, just I'll just bring that sentence back. Driving a motorized cooler without a license. <laughs> you need what, what license do you require to drive a cooler? So, you remember when we had the discussion of can you be on a horse drunk? You can't. You know, can you be on a bicycle drunk? Not supposed to. Motorized cooler on a side... Was he on a sidewalk? Yeah, it says 25-year-old was busted. He was cruising on a sidewalk. The cooler has four wheels, a rear engine, and handlebars with brakes. The cops have impounded his cooler. 30 days. They impounded it. Now, it does not say here if he was intoxicated in any way. I imagine he but was. But he was cited for driving a cooler without a license. <laughs> like, if you just had a valid driver's license, is that, that, is that does that clear you for motorized coolers as well? Yeah, I need. I want to know more about this. Yeah, 
because I've seen these things like on like like NASCAR weekends and stuff like that yeah. when they have the whole tailgate going on. You'll see guys sitting on a cooler and cruising like they got a little. I think little it's motor awesome. On. Yeah, I think it's awesome. You give the guy, you know, two minutes for being awesome in the box. Like, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, and now if he was on the road, you know, causing a disturbance within traffic. He's on the sidewalk. Yeah, he's on the sidewalk, right? Which is still, you know, bothersome for folks who are trying to, like, motorize vehicles on the sidewalk like, is kind of a thing. But I guess. It's a cooler, know, though. man. It could be war- It could be behind the wheel of a car. He's not behind the wheel of a car. It's true. I think you let it go. They took the cooler for 30 days. Can you just fine him and, like, make yeah. him walk at home? Yeah, sure, right? Or you know, put him in the back of the car. We're gonna take you home. All right, here's a fine. Yeah, we're gonna take you home. Make sure he's safe. Go. Your badass cooler's gone for thirty days. That sucks. Might be his only cooler. Yeah, gets hot in Australia. I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. I just think there's worse ways to get home. You know what <laughs> I mean? Definitely worse. There's ways more to dangerous get home. ways to get home. We can't even drive coolers home now. Now, do we require a motorized hits cooler? Soap and red cooler. We have the soap and brown mugs, coffee yeah. mugs. We got the underwear. We have the catapult. Yeah. Which we'll give some details on a little later. Next up is the soap and brown motorized oh, cooler. Oh boy, oh boy. I don't see the issue, pal. Let's get after this, all right? Uh Dink of the Day is coming up. Let's uh Hap said, Did you choke on a sausage? That's not the medical emergency, no. It is not at Hap. No, no. <laughs> uh Dink of the Day coming up after Iron Maiden Ace is high. Soap and brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go! Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. Uh, where I'm trying to see. I'm in re- oh, it's a Tasmanian woman. We're going, we're going to talk about Tasmanian woman this we're, morning. We're staying down under. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasmanian woman has pled guilty after stealing $940,000 from her employee employer over a three-year period. She worked uh, in the finance department of a veterinarian clinic. Of a vet clinic? That's and, a busy vet clinic. And over a three-year period, squirreled money away. You said 940 grand? That's right. So, so over over 300 grand a year. Yeah, like, like 310, 10, 12-ish, yeah. 13 yeah. grand a year. That's right. She doing the Andy Dufresne, taking a little each day and just dumping it in the yard. That's basically what it was. She was taking. Now this is the. She didn't take physical cash. She was moving it into other bank accounts. Okay, just trackable, right? Yeah. It wasn't until they have a big paper trail. She left the job that they realized the deficiencies within you know the system and went, oh, that money is not going where it's supposed to go. Nine hundred and forty thousand dollars. Now. How'd she get herself caught? Beyond just the paper trail? She said... She left the job, right? Yeah, so... Left the gig so, as the financial overseer that's of right. a vet clinic. That's right. Left the job. She got addicted to an online gambling game that doesn't pay out real money. But yeah. you still have to spend real, real money. To get the coins. Oh my god. She left her app open one day on auto and it spent all of her money. She went back to the business to try and get the job back to do everything yet again. They let her back in and then realized, oh, it was you. You were the one doing it. 
And she's immediately arrested and is facing many years behind bars. I would say so. <laughs> How are you? And this is this is where people amaze me. Yeah. You were smart enough over a three-year period without mm-hmm. detection to siphon off nine hundred and forty thousand uh-huh. dollars from a business. Uh-huh. Nine hundred and forty grand. Yeah. You were able to see through the maze of offshore accounts and how to move and wiggle within the system and do it without no without anybody noticing. For three years. Brought down by some online poker handheld whatever the hell you're playing. That doesn't even give you that real money. That doesn't even pay you actual money. Like you basically spent it on like Roblox or, yeah. or like, like downloadable content. Yes. You burned all of it on that. Now who's the genius behind the game? That's what I. (laughs) That's the real guy. It's called the Heart of Vegas. Oh, fun! Charges a fee to obtain virtual items, but never pays out real world money. (laughs) You were brought down by in-app purchases, Uh and then you tried to go back to the well for more instead of just realizing you're a greedy pig and going away. Yes. That is. You talk about the dichotomy of man. Something you were like just to be to be that smart and also that dumb. How do you balance it? How do you balance that? The uh, her lawyer is trying to plead that she got addicted to the games. It's the game's fault. Yeah, but you didn't have nine hundred and forty grand to spend in the first place. Yeah, like yes, obviously that game is terrible. It, It hooked you for how much? Yeah, this is like Elon. The one thing he can't afford is to be funny, and it's the one thing he wants. You know? You get all the money in the world. The one thing you can't be is actually funny. Sorry, pal. Wait, who's is he at the dink of the day or her? Both. <laughs> Rachel Naomi Perry. Well, you technically get it. The Soper and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Carl, have you ever had uh, prairie oysters? I haven't, but I know what they are. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the bull testicles, right? That's right, yes. Yeah. Uh, I have also never had them. N- not necessarily for a lack of like, oh, I, ne- I I think I would try it if it was presented to me. Yeah, sure. I just right? haven't, haven't been but in the opportunity. I've ne- Yeah, I've never been at a party or, you know, a cookout or something. Yeah. We're like, oh, here we go. We got the prairie oysters, You go to a lot right? of prairie oyster parties? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. Not typically. It's not the company you keep? Not uh, not typically, no. For such a, a ranch fan, you don't hang out with a lot of ranchers. <laughs> I, I'm looking for ranch friends. Looking for ranch friends. Yeah, yeah. Send in your resume. I've got room in my inventory for a ranch friend. Just get you a farmers only account. <laughs> farmers only. Yeah, you'll find some. Uh, you'll find some testies on there. <laughs> so, uh, the reason I ask is because in Huntley, Illinois, I'm reading this morning about the Turkey Testicle Festival. The Testicle Festival. The Turkey Testicle Festival. That's fun. Which great name. I just want. to Yeah, say. absolutely. Uh, a festival taking place where attendees can try. Over tw- uh, can try from over 1,200 pounds of different testicles. Presented in many different ways. That's right. Mostly turkey testicles. Sure. Obviously. That's the prime. It's the season. Thanksgiving. The reason whatnot. for the season. But there will be other animals' testicles on the menu. Okay. The testicle festival <laughs> takes place one day and one day only. Yeah. Tickets to get in, $20. 
The testicles are fried like chicken nuggets, a little batter on them, okay? It's been going on for some time, too. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it here. 30, 35th? 35th annual? And what I find interesting wow. is you got to be 21 years or older to get in. <laughs> Why? What's that about? Yeah. It's just food, yeah. I guess, in a way, right? I don't know. Oh. That I do not understand. You know, they like, these kind of look like deep fried nuggets. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of them uh, unbreaded. And that's, a, <laughs> that's a little less appealing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it's one of those classic things of... It's it's more about you know what you're eating. Yeah. That's gonna mentally throw you off, right? Had it, it like when when it's cooked, had I just given this to you and said, give yeah. it a try. What do you say? Right? Yeah. And you you would just try it and I don't know, make a judgment. But if I said this is a testicle, yeah. you'd stop in your mind and go, Oh, okay, I guess I'm gonna try this now. now. I guess is, I'm eating a testicle. Now this so this is uh this happens tomorrow. It's on the Wednesday before the yep. US Thanksgiving. One day only. Stop by and enjoy plenty of live music. Uh, oh, plenty of beer, soda for the DDs, yep. and lots of deep-fried turkey testicles. A pre-Thanksgiving tradition in Huntley, attracting thousands and plenty of puns. Sorry, kiddos, a 21-plus adults-only event. See, that I just... Now, I mean, whatever. It's, you know, I don't really see why somebody who's 18 couldn't go to the Turkey Balls Festival. Yeah. But is that part of the appeal? No kids. You're about to go into a weekend of family whatever, Uh right? uh Thursday through Sunday. Mm. It's a big travel weekend. Yeah. Everybody. And American Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Very, yeah. Big kids and cousins. Massive. This and that and whatever. Is it nice just to go out and get blitzed in Huntley, Illinois on a Wednesday? Yeah. And eat some turkey balls. It's a fair point. Right? It's a fair point. I mean, whatever the event is, if it's restricted to 21 plus, are you not just a little more interested? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Although, honestly, any event I go without my kids, I'm just excited. Yeah. I don't exactly. really care yeah, what's sure. happening around yeah, me. Exactly. But I do know what you mean. There's yeah, a lot of... Yeah. And is it also because there's going to be a lot of ball chatter? There's going to be a lot of, yeah, you know, of, dick and ball chatter, a lot right? Of puns. Is that is that part of it? Like, you, I guess. Right? I don't know. I don't know. You just mean like 20 and not being able to go? Like, <laughs> come on, I can handle this. Let me in. I can handle this. What if it keeps it kind of like restrictive? It's like one of the things you do. Turn 21, you go to the bar. I'm going to the ball festival. Going to the turkey ball festival this year. (laughs) Man. Finally, my time. Okay, hold on. Live Google. How far is it to drive to Huntley, (laughs) Illinois? My guess is eight and a half. Okay, eight and a half is your guess? Yeah. 11 hours and 24 minutes. That's very far. I I don't want to go anymore. I kind of want to go. 11 hours. What? It's tomorrow. Yeah, well, no, I, we can't go today. <laughs> oh, like. Because I don't think the whole. Next year? Well, November 30th. Oh, yeah, that's when the thing. You can do the three day trip to the States. 72 hour yeah, visits, yeah. Without uh, having the to get tested PCR or whatnot. Test, yeah. So that's not going to work for us this year. I'm more thinking about, I'm thinking of the future here, you know? But a broadcast live from the Turkey Testicle Festival. Be interesting. Should we host our own in Ontario? Well, th- see, the problem with that is. You got to do it in October? No, I, uh, well, yes, but I was more thinking. Then we have to be involved in g- getting the testicles, oh, right. right? Making sure they're there. We're going to have to work with vendors. Oh, when I said we, I didn't mean like we, like you and I. Oh yeah, I just meant like we, like the province. I don't think anybody's doing it. The royal we. Yeah, I just don't think anybody's doing it. I think much like a lot of things, it would end up with a lot on our plate, and I don't want to. Sober and brown ball fest. Yeah, I mean, everybody wear your underwear. <laughs> if anybody has a line on, you know, animal <laughs> testicles, get in touch with us. <laughs> 
Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. A uh, few butchers chiming in saying we could help you with the uh, testicles. French said he's got a friend that's a butcher. Can is get it, us some balls. Is there one of those breaks where you wish you could pull a little bit back of what you said? Absolutely not. <laughs> I want it all on the record. I know it'll be great for clip. It'd be nice and easy. I know that from like 550 uh-huh. to 610. Yeah, there's a spot uh, there. Yeah, there'll yeah. be enough to there's, to... there's a window there. Yeah. Um, I like the person who said, well, you got to get a ball bus that'll take you to and from the Tesco Festival. Ah, uh, the ball bus to the Tesco Festival. Really? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely love it. All right, 977-977. You can text the show. So... Yeah, let's let's discuss this here. Last night, yeah, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes, we had Soper and Brown viewing party, and it was funny because our first viewing party. You were not able to attend. I had to go see Cry Macho on my own right. as your son had a COVID positive in his class. Yeah, so he had to stay home. You had to stay. We got home. shut down for ten days, right? And uh, last night we're excited because you and I are going to go and see this thing with yeah. the wives and everything, and uh, we had it all laid out. And I think the universe does not want you and I to see a movie together. I think so. That so one, that one night in Whistler, that was the last time we saw a movie <laughs> it's together. We'll, true. We'll live alone. Now, for mine, you know, it's kind of different, and just ah, well, it's just the rules and the way it goes, and the way they want to do things. Yours is a lot different, a lot scarier, and a lot more intense. So, yeah, do you want do you want to break yeah. down what happened I'm gonna, yesterday? I'm going to I'm going to preface this with uh with a few pieces of information that I think are important yep. before we get down to it. So, <clears throat> it's going to be tough for me to get through. Uh so everybody kind of give me a little bit of patience here. So, my yesterday we did uh we did the show. We finished yep. up here. Uh, we picked up my wife uh, who came to Niagara on the Lake with us. We were at the Royal Oak Elementary School. We did the catapult test, which we'll get to a little bit later in the show, the positives and the negatives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we uh, we packed up. We uh, we drove you home, and Chelsea and I went and got lunch at the Penn Center. And we finished lunch. We walked out to the car, and as we sat down in the car, um, Chelsea was feeling really faint. And uh, and really panicked. Uh, so I, I'll mention now she has a condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, and what that means is the uh, muscles in your heart are thicker than most anyone's. It's a genetic condition, uh, and it mainly affects the muscles of your heart's main pumping chamber, which is your left ventricle. She had in December 19. This is a condition that she's lived with and known she's had since she was like 10. It's not news. So in December of 2019, right before we we moved out here, right before we drove out here, um, Chels had surgery to implant a defibrillator, uh, defibrillator, uh, in her um, in her chest, so that if her heart ever got out of rhythm, it will it will shock her heart back into a normal rhythm. So th- that's that's what it's in there for. It's like it's in it, there. Yeah, it's in it's there. In it, yeah, it's it's basically it's like the paddles that you see on TV that yeah. people apply to uh to But it's you know. literally in her body. Yeah, it's in it's it's inside her. Yeah. So it's never gone off. In the 2 years that she's had it almost almost 2 years she's had it, it has never gone off. Yesterday it went off. So as we were about to leave the parking lot, uh she asked me to put the car back, back in park cuz she was feeling you know, a little panicked and it went off and it was like watching your partner get into a car accident beside you. I mean, it shocked her. It did to your body what yeah. the paddles would do when you see what it does to a body. It absolutely, it launched her. So that intense, like that is incredible. Yeah. I'll never forget it. And then it went off again and then it went off again. And 
during our incredibly panicked drive from the Penn Center to St. Catherine's uh, General Hospital, uh, shocked her uh, either eight or nine times, which is unusual. So uh, got her there, and they got her heart rate under control, and it remains there, and she remains there. Uh, she stayed overnight at uh, St. Catherine's General. I spent some time with her last night. I was there from six until eight while you guys were yeah. at the movies and uh, and getting to uh, to enjoy that. But um, she's good. She's healthy. The def- uh, defibrillator did what it's designed to do, mm-hmm. which is good, which is what it is. But to watch your partner go through that, uh, and uh, you know, for the, you know, to see the scared look on her face and the panic, and to try and concentrate on yeah. the drive. Well, this person that you love next to you is getting just shocked over and over again. Was uh, I? I I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think back of like, have I had a like? You know, you have some tough. We've all been through tough times. Yep. Have I had a worse 15 minute stretch? Uh-huh. Like, I'm trying to think back. I have a more like traumatizing 15 minute stretch than yeah. that than that getting her to the hospital. So that's why I wasn't there last night. Mm-hmm. And if um if I'm not uh, uh, top of the game today. If I don't have the dick jokes at the ready, that might be uh, might be why it was a bit of a lonely night at yeah. uh, at Camp Brown last night uh, as we were separated. But um, uh, likely to be discharged today, and uh, you know, thank God for the marvels of medical science. If that defibrillator wasn't implanted, I don't know what would have happened yesterday. Yeah. So as scary as it was, and as tough as it was to go through, uh, you try and put your mind on the other side of it and go, that's what it's there for, mm-hmm. and she's in good care. So. And I'll say she's in really good spirits because, you know, we have a group chat and yeah. obviously my wife and I were checking in and, and she's she's in incredible spirits, so all things considered. The, the funniest thing is we're, yeah. we're sitting in there, we're going through all this and there is a, you know, a light at the end of the at the end of the tunnel here. So we're sitting, she's, uh, in, you know, in emergency and brought in, her heart rate's up, they're working on getting it down and she gets an email from a job that she's been chasing. Yeah. I mean, do you have time for a call? <laughs> And uh, so she's once, in the hospital after in the hospital, all this in the emergency happened. room, yeah. you know, your sweater has been cut off, whatever. They got leads coming out of you and they get an email. You got time for a call right now. So <laughs> but 90 minutes later, once everything was settled and, and set and she got into a room, uh, she gave a call and actually got the uh, she got the job that it's she'd been chasing down. Incredible. So she's excited. Uh, she's healthy. She's OK. Uh, we're OK. Yeah. And we'll be all right going forward. But that's a really really tough thing to watch a loved one go through. I could only imagine. And I saw, I saw you later on in the afternoon. Yeah. You dropped off some mugs. Yeah. About about four o'clock. It came by your place and dropped off just uh, mugs and cozies and stuff that I had in my car intentionally to bring to the, to the movies. I've, I, I mean, we've known each other a long time and been through so many different things and I've seen you, you know, I've seen you at the best of times and the worst of times. You, I, I've never yeah. quite seen you in the state that like you, it was, I was you, just scared. You were just, man, like it was crazy. Yeah. You were on, I could see you were just on autopilot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, yeah, it's just, it just, it sounded terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, you know, we never really kind of thought about, you know, that I'm sure Chelsea thought about what's yeah. this thing going to be like if yeah. it does go off. Totally. That's something I, I always kind of thought, okay, you put it in there as a just in case, right? Yeah. Uh, just in case happened. Yesterday. And wasn't supposed to go off that many times? 
So my my thought was always that for the for the for the heart condition that she has for the hypertrophic uh, cardiomyopathy that it was supposed to go uh, once and reset it. I think what happened was after it went the first time, and then the second time, yeah. I think it, it, like she got into a bit of a panic situation. So trying to, I mean, you're trying to focus and and breathe and get your heart back under control, but you're being shocked at random intervals. Yeah. And so I think there's, you know, that was probably part of it. But, uh, you know, she's got um, she's got a cardiologist here and we'll we'll have a follow up and all that stuff and we'll look into it. And, um, you know, we'll we'll trust the trust the medical yeah. community to do their best. But um, she was well taken care of. They got her in, obviously, you know, right away and had a private room last night. So I got to go up and visit for a couple hours and we got to kind of talk things yeah. through. But, yeah, just. How's she doing now? She's, uh, she's doing, doing okay. fine. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard from this morning, so she obviously got some sleep, which is uh, which is good. And I talked to her last night and said, I want to talk about this on air with you today because I think it's, uh, for one, you and I are uh, beyond transparent when it comes yeah. to the show. So I think it's good to have those honest conversations. And two, I think it's uh, educational to a point. Yeah, uh, kind of like the Christian Eriksen thing at the Euro- at the European Cup in the summer. The guy from Denmark yeah, who, who yeah. dropped on the field. Yeah, so he has the same device now implanted in him. Oh, okay, that that Chelsea has in her. So you know things like that. Making sure that you know, just if you think you have anything that might be wrong or genetic history that you've never explored, it's probably worth it. Yeah, it's probably worth it. So well, it's. I mean, thankfully you were there, man. I mean, I couldn't. You know, and you were able to take her <laughs> yeah. there. You know, I know it's obviously tough that you were there having to witness it, but the alternative yeah. of her, you know, sure. being alone. No, she was you know? at home or, God, if we were at the school, if that yeah. happened there. Yeah. There's a million worse places it could have happened than being, you know, a, a, a six-minute drive time from the yeah. hospital and already physically in the car. Yeah. I was like, all right, don't call. Let's just go. Let's just go. Yeah. I definitely asked out loud once, where the F is the hospital again? <laughs> yeah, panic, so it's yeah. It's just like my yeah. brain could not see the route, right? No. So anyways, we got her there. Uh, if anybody, you know, around 145 was cut off by a black Subaru in the St. Catharines area, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my apologies. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not, glad. I'm not sure I used every signal that we called for yesterday. That's, that's fair. That's There's obviously circumstances, but yeah. uh, I'm glad she is okay and seems Thanks. to be in good spirits. Thanks. And, uh, you know, again, I'm glad that you were there to be able to get her through it as yeah. tough as it'll be moving forward. So It's all um, good. Okay, let's take a break and uh, regroup on the other side. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, we are going to play a song here, but we had to jump in. <laughs> this is this is so, you know, obviously a very serious thing happened. Yeah, and we talked about this morning. We said, you know, let's, let's do this kind of in the 610 window. Yeah. I want to get this out of the way of the show early because I don't want to dwell in this all day, right? Yeah. Everybody's okay. You know, visiting hours open back up at 11. I'll pop over and check on things and see where they're going. Yeah. And we look ahead in the log and right after traffic, what's queued up? Kickstart my heart. <laughs> we did like, this is we just. did not lay this out. Oh my God. It's Carl and I good, laugh man. at our heads off. That's it's too good. Wow. Enjoy it, man. Soper and Brown show at 97.7 Hits FM, man. That is just, yeah. the timing of that is hilarious. Timing's incredible. Again, there's a few people who came into that conversation late and were kind of wondering what the tone was all about and why we were laughing about Kickstart My Heart playing. Again, for yeah. anyone who missed it, uh, we recapped. I'm just going to do a, a, a 30 yep. second yeah, here. Yeah, please. Uh, so my wife, again, suffers from a condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Uh, two years ago, she had a uh, defibrillator implanted 
to uh, act as a just-in-case uh, if her heart did get out of rhythm. And for the first time yesterday, it went off, and it went off several times. She's okay. I'm okay. Everybody's – it did what it's supposed to do. Very scary situation. Yeah. But everyone is healthy and and good. She'll likely be discharged uh, today. So for those who missed it, that's a little bit of a catch up and why we were laughing so hard because kickstart my heart was what? just in just in our in our log of yeah. music and, and commercials. And it's a that's song we there. play. It's but a song we play. Sure, it comes up in rotation with the timing to. Yeah, I so. wish we could take uh, you know responsibility yeah, yeah. for that, but we did. We, we would have done it with a wink and a nod. But yeah, no, I was just sitting there right after the traffic. We had to have a a laugh about it. Now, obviously, I did not get to go and see Ghostbusters Afterlife yesterday, but I heard a lot of positive stuff about yeah. the movie. So I, I do. Um, uh, there's been tons of messages coming in, and yeah. some really great stuff. And yeah. you know, so yeah, I, I really I appreciate everyone who's uh, who sent in a, a text or an email and. Um, you know, thanks for that. Everybody's everybody's good. We don't, you know, we don't need anything. But yep. I do appreciate the appreciate the thoughts uh, and the kind words and and all that. And uh, you know, we're, we just try and be as transparent with you guys as possible on this show. Oh yeah, and you know, a couple of things. I know you are the worst at trying to give yourself any credit. You'll you'll never meet a guy worse at giving himself credit than Carl Brown. It's true. But your wife had some incredible things to say. And I know that you're not going to give yourself credit, but <laughs> you played a massive part in making sure everything went well. So I yep. do hope you realize that. Uh, also, I know I know a few people have said, you know, I, you know, I, um, you should, you know, take the show off, right? Kind of a thing. And I had said to you yesterday, I said, you know, do you like? Well, I'll do you, the show. We'll do best ofs. What but, are you going to do? Visiting hours don't open till eleven o'clock, anyways. That's what you said, right? Like, you wake up and sit at home. Yeah, that's all I'd be doing right now. Yeah. Like, so you you even said to me like, I'm bet way better suited to be oh, at work. Yeah. Right just now. let me go. To, just let me work. <laughs> it's the one thing in my life that's. It's not complicated. Just let yeah, me go to work. Yeah, no, that's which is fair. So great messages and and yeah, it's been some nice stuff coming in. But as as you did say, yeah, the because of all this, the uh, all, the not not the one unfortunate thing, yeah. but uh, you know, just an unfortunate side effect is you and I maintain our streak of being unable to attend a film together. That's right. You you didn't get to come to the Ghostbusters Afterlife. We'll try again uh, for Spider Man in December. <laughs> and it's too bad because you are such a massive Ghostbusters fan. Huge fan. And, and my absolute favorite movie growing up. And if you know, if there was only going to be one ticket, you yeah. out of between the two of us, you're going. Oh yeah, right. Sure. It's this is <laughs> yeah. this is something you've been looking forward yeah. to for a long time. But instead, you and uh, and Chelsea, you and your yep. your Chelsea, you and your wife got yep. a night of the movies. Went and I want to give a great uh, shout out to Hits Nation. Met a, t- a ton yeah. uh, of people uh, that we got to hang out with, and um, it was uh, man, it was a great night. Uh, theater was packed. Uh, shout out to Mike who made some coins out of uh, a, a 3D printing machine, which I can't say what's on them, but it was very funny. I gave it to you this morning, Carl. <laughs> uh, just chatted with some people. Yeah. The movie itself, man. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I was so I was disappointed for obvious re- many yeah. other reasons, but I think you're gonna love it. Yeah, that's what I've heard from as a lot of people as a Ghostbusters fan. Yeah. There are so many callbacks. Yeah. There are so many little nudge and winks. And the people they cast, let me say this. The little girl, yeah. who the daughter of the mom, who's kind of the centerpiece of the whole thing, incredible. She was great. And uh, uh, Finn, uh, I think Wolfhard is his name, from the uh, uh, Stranger, Stranger, uh, Things, Stranger series. Things He was really, he, he was good. Paul pa- Rudd. Paul Rudd had a great part in it. The mother had a great part. I thought, I just thought the daughter, the younger kid, yeah. I thought she stole the show myself. That's awesome, uh, She was just tremendous. But, um, man, it's, it's a fun movie. I'm excited It's just for a fun it. movie. It's yeah. silly. 
fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's times where you go, this little kid's walking to this dark, you know, uh, yeah. barn and slides <laughs> down a pole into this pit. You're like, what is this? Who, who does this? But then yeah. you just yeah. suspend disbelief. It, it is and, Ghostbusters after all. Um, it's fun, man. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, and and if you like Ghostbusters and you know you followed any of the franchise, yeah, you're you're gonna Excellent. you're gonna have a good time. I will say, I thought it was quite intense at times. Yeah. I wondered if. I was going to bring the kids to it. Yeah. And not to say kids couldn't handle it, but it was intense at times. A few man. spots where there, you had some like scarier moments. It like, was intense. Yeah. Well, you know, the the graphics, you know, the it's, They've improved a bit since they, 1984. Yeah, they have. It's so, not the uh, not the ghost in the library at the uh, opening of the Yeah. Exactly, right? So, it's keep that in mind. I don't think Excellent. kids couldn't watch it. I know that my buddy Jeff had brought his kids and I remember how old uh, his kids are off the top of my head. Um but just keep that in mind if you are going to bring kids. It is intense at times. Totally. But fun movie, man. Great. Really fun. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. I think this weekend maybe we'll get out uh, and uh, and check that out. I'd give it a solid, you know, seven out of ten. Nice. Seven and a half. Like That's it's great. just grab a bag of popcorn. It's two hours. And yeah, I just thought it was fun. Awesome. I, I thought it was a really a good, good time. Good night at so. Landmark. Maybe. Maybe in December. We're supposed to host the uh the Spider-Man one in December. Yeah. What do you think? Can we make it? Can we pull it off? Can we, you and I see a film together? December 20th is 20th, I think, is? is the next one that we host. Gosh, I don't know. I'm supposed <laughs> to break my arm between now and then. Yeah, so. you got oh, you have surgery scheduled. Yeah. Well, not yet. I just I assume. <laughs> I'm just making an assumption, you totally know? Totally fair. So, uh, yeah, I, I look, I recommend it, and I give a massive shout-out to the Landmark Cinemas uh, and everyone who showed up, because, yeah, it was a good time. Okay, Van Halen, Running with the Devil. It's a Soper and Brown show. And, yes, we will have Spider-Man tickets giveaway. A little closer to it. Soper and Brown Show, all right, we are uh, a little bit over here as we break down uh, yesterday's scenario. So let's get to open mic, yeah. take a break, get to some re- get to some non-heart-related questions. Yeah, any, <laughs> anything non-health, heart-related would be great. Let's try to lighten it got. up and try to lighten it up a little bit. So if you do want to throw some questions to, towards Carl, towards myself, towards Hits Nation, we always do open mic around this time. So start firing them in and we'll do a little rapid fire, 977-977 in about five minutes. Call me now. What is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. Call us to 905-688-9797. Try to lighten up the show a little bit here. Let's go rapid fire, right? <laughs> All right. Buddy, uh, which got? animal gets undeserved hate? Give me the shark. The shark? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Jaws didn't do great for the shark population. Oh, is that what it is, eh? I watched a lot of those like uh, like documentaries and stuff where they're, you know, overfished and populations are threatened. They do a lot. Yeah. And they, they so rarely attack people. It's a couple times a year. <laughs> but you know what I will say, which might be an interesting answer, is skunks. Yeah. Because although my neighborhood's overrun with them. Very true. And I smell them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. They stink. It's their defense mechanism. Well, I was going to say, right? It's my stupid cat yeah. that just keeps trying to attack it and won't learn anything. Yeah, she's a skunk seeker. So I, I will say, even though I wish they weren't around, I truly wish they weren't in my neighborhood. And if I never had to see one again, my life would be better. They do get undeserved hate. Not their fault. They're just living their life. I feel kind of bad for them. Can I give, uh, can I give some uh, points to the pig? 
Sure. Everybody, you know, is, oh, gross, the pig, you know, a fat pig, rolls in mud. Yeah. Incredibly smart animal. It's very Smart loyal. animal. Very loyal. Cute animal. Cute. It is cute. Great memes. And delicious. <laughs> delicious. Um, what was that one toy that you wanted growing up but you never got? Oh, man. There's probably, there's a few. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted and never got the Ninja Turtles sewer play set. What yeah. are you talking about? The like the like sewer layer like playset. Wow. When I was a kid, I collected the Ninja Turtles toys, and I get like the figures and stuff. But to find like the playset or like the uh, like the RV that they like traveled in, or the uh, the techno drone that they would fight Krang and all those dudes, I never got like the bigger pieces of that. They're hard to find in Canada. Yeah, I would say that's so. <laughs> Do you follow all that? No, no. I just started moving on. <laughs> I I would uh, I really wanted like uh, res- replica wrestling belts. Oh yeah. I always made my own. Yeah. And I, my mom was like, "Well, you, you know, the ones you made were so good. We didn't yeah. think you needed a, a replica one." The Technodrome, that oh, thing. Oh god. How he's, cool is that? He's showing me pictures. <laughs> Don't let me go on eBay. <laughs> I bet you it's a lot. <laughs> uh, David said, uh, it's, uh, "Enjoy the show." But did your boss ever come up to you after the show? Uh, after a show and say, that was crap. What are you guys even doing? <laughs> nope. Show's awesome all the time. Yeah, I've, I've never got negative feedback with the show. <laughs> uh, once in a while, there may, it's, and it's not like that was crap. It's like, okay, you talked about this. How could you have approached it differently? How yeah, could you have sure. brought something different to the table? How could you have involved uh, his nation a bit yeah, more? It's sure. that kind of stuff, right? But never because the show. But honestly, great. never. No, it's just uh, they just pat us on the back and send us home. What do you want for Christmas? And then bring in $3 Beatrice. That's only on Fridays. That's though. great. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas? Honestly? Sleep. <laughs> That's what I want. Sleep. Uh, a the toy set? Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus uh, Jungle Express 2-pack that's available through uh, wrestlingfigures.com. Oh, my God. Just Do you want me to show you a picture of that one, too? No, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, last thing here said, did I miss you guys talking about Joey's sardine thing? <laughs> we do know all about this. Oh, yeah. Look, we've had, we had a lot to get to. Obviously, we had the Chelsea thing you wanted to give an update on. Yes. The machine is just around the corner. Yeah, top of the 8 o'clock I was hour. just going to say, why don't we set this, yeah. this sardine drama... Adam sent us some audio we yeah. have to review. Yeah. People were bringing it up to me at the Ghostbusters you thing. You were yesterday. saying, yeah. And we I know I got messages, I'm not sure if you did about it. Let's break down the sardine thing. Yeah. Because we'll do it after eight. Yeah. Mm, Stick around with yeah, us. Yeah, all right. 977-977. You can text the show anytime. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Carl's talking toys now with yeah, the text box. In the eBay search and talking to people about retro toys. The, the, so you had the Technodrome. The Technodrome was the one I was looking at. Yeah, it was like 1990s. Like Ninja uh, Turtles. 1990 playset that was dropped there to go with the, the Ninja Turtle line at the time. And then the other one was the Jungle Boy Luchasaurus <laughs> two, AEW two action pack. figures. Yeah, the two-pack. Gotcha. It comes in like a little thing, and like he's sitting on his shoulders, and it's like a junk. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole. Yeah, <laughs> you should see his face light up when he talks about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I want for Christmas. It's truly incredible. <laughs> no, it's, it's fair. That. All right. Hey, uh, just uh, after the Foo Fighters here, we need mm. to give an update that we actually meant to get to yesterday, but now yeah, busy show. Lots happened on the weekend, and and then uh, at the movies last night, you had people asking you. Yeah. The bed bugs, the chiggers, the mites, the spray, the everything. The update about the bugs. Is it resolved? Well, let's discuss after the foo.
Hits FM. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 7.04. I'm Matt Soper. He is Carl Brown. Meant to get to this on the show yesterday. Mondays are always busy. We're recapping things that happen busy. on the weekend. Both you and I were out of town. Yeah. I saw some turkeys that had to be discussed. <laughs> Obviously. The bugs can wait. So, yeah, yesterday, or uh, pardon me, last week on the show, we were discussing yeah. some kind of situation that was happening at Camp Soper. Yeah, so this all, a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, Adam, myself, my wife, we were over at your place, and, and your son Marshall ran up to us and showed us, and he said, I got these bites. And we're like, great, kid. And then you said that over the course of about a week or so, he kept having some random bites appearing around his like feet and ankles, and they, yeah. we, you had sourced it out that it was coming from very likely his bed. Nobody else in the house was being affected. You got some spray. You treated it. You closed the room over the weekend. You guys as a family were all in Kingston at mm-hmm. some friend's place for Friday, Saturday. Came back Sunday. Where do we sit? Yeah, so the 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 thing we first did, we thought, okay, you, uh, we have two animals. So the initial thought is fleas, yeah. right? That's the, just kind of where you go immediately. Yeah, it's flea medication to both cat Boom. and dog. Do that. Bite still appearing. Okay. And then, yeah, that's when you, you yeah. start to worry about bed bugs. You start to read into things. So you strip down everything. It's, you steam everything. You yep. vacuum everything. We got uh, an insecticide spray. Yeah. And so just douse the you know, the room. And because the one thing the ex- uh, exterminator guy who had mm-hmm. been messaging us had said and things we had read, you want to get in like the crevices of the bed, right? Like sure that's where if, if it is bed bugs, yeah. that's where they all kind of hang out and sure. you check the curtains. Everything. So we spray all that and everything like that. And the kids slept in Emma's room. So Marshall's room was inhabited since... Uninhabited. Uh, uninhabited, pardon me. Yeah. Was... Since uh, what? Like Tuesday? Tuesday, I would say. Last week? Yeah, Tuesday yeah. sounds about you right. You stayed in Emma's room. You'd gone through the spray and treatment and stuff. And again, you guys were out of town Friday, Saturday, came yeah. back Sunday night. And and yeah, so they were in, in Emma's bed. And it, that was kind of the almost like a test, right? It was like, okay, if something happens here, then we've got to be... It's a bigger issue. Yeah, we've got to be even kind of careful here. And the exterminator kept calling and kept you know ribbing me and whatnot. Yeah. And you were right. I forgot to call him yet again on Friday. Of course you did. So I apologize to him. I just got busy and then it yeah. completely slipped my mind and and you know he left his you know what the problem too was mm-hmm. he left his number for us on the machine yeah and which we obviously didn't play i kept forgetting to write it down <laughs> so i'd get home and i'd remember about the exterminator and then i didn't have his number <laughs> And I'd get in on the next day, and I'd go, okay, i got to remember to write this yep. guy's number down. And then I'd get home, and I was like, ah, crap, I forgot again. So everything that I could find research-wise, and I know everyone kept hammering on the bed bugs thing, everything that I did research-wise, the bites appeared mm-hmm. to resemble mite bites, or what they call chiggers. Yeah. Because the thing is, he had five bites in total. That's it. That's it. Two on each leg and one behind the knee. And no sign of any any uh, we uh, stuff on the mattress. Scoured yeah. the mattress, flashlights. Yep. You know every like because you're supposed to see spots of blood on You'll the see sheets, yep. everything like that, right? Times. Nothing like that. Gotcha. And everything we read said there should be more bed bug bites, right? There should. Yep. Now, obviously, it can be just a few here and there, but we couldn't find 
anything that resembled that. And everything we read about the mites was they hide a lot better. They're a lot smaller, right? Right, right, right. So I don't have a definitive answer in the sense of what exactly it was. But when we got back on Sunday, we decided, you know what we're going to do? We are going to spray down Emma's bed. We did another deep clean of Marshall's room. Yep. Right after we got home, we sprayed it before we left, got in, vacuumed, stripped, vacuumed the floor, the corners, mm-hmm. the everything, right? We um, then went into Emma's room, sprayed that down, vacuumed this, that, and we decided, okay. Marshall and Emma are going to sleep in Marshall's room tonight. Move them back over. We move them back over there. To the room that's been uninhabited. That's right. And that's where they're going to sleep yep. for the night. And we're going to go from there. Wake up yesterday. No bites whatsoever. Good. No signs of anything whatsoever. Good. Haven't had a situation with them in days. I think. Think. We are out of the woods. Okay. okay. I think. Resolved. With a little asterisk. Yeah, for now. I mean, you got to wait a few days, yeah, right? I would say if you, if you get to the weekend and there's and there's no no uh, bites in the cat, I think you're safe. I think so. I think so. It's just one of the, like we have no clue where it came. Right? It could have been it, Marsh wears shorts to school. He's running in some long grass. You never know. They attach like that. Could have came in through the stupid cat. Could've you could pick a the dog. million different ways. That's the worst part. I said. I, I said to my wife. I said. Can't I wish. It. I would just like uh, you know if there was some service where yeah. it's like you can pay fourteen ninety nine and I'll tell you exactly what it is and what you have to do. Take my money. <laughs> That's the worst part, right? Yeah. You're you're guessing. Yeah. You're just going through these stupid things and, and going through the motions of if it's this, if it's that, if it's this. Mm-hmm. So as far as we know, mm-hmm. it's good to go. Cool. We don't know it. You know, nothing new yet. And every day they wake up, I text my wife and say, any new bites? Any bites? And I guess we'll do that for the next two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the conversations we have with our significant others, eh? Any bites? Yeah. How's your heart? No bites? Okay. You're okay? Everybody all right? Soper and Brown Show at 97.7 Hits FM. Like <laughs> The Texas said, man, been a crazy couple of weeks. Soper and Brown. You guys have no idea. Bugs, hearts, other things. Mine, other things. things. Oh, <laughs> my God. What is that deodorant you just put on? It's quite pungent. Uh, it's an old. It? It's just an old spice. Is it classic old spice? Hmm. Yeah. Is it okay? Or? Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It smells good. It's deodorant. It's yeah. Very noticeable. I, I realized. Um, I like you know when you sit here and you like you can smell yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, I didn't put deodorant on. You know what I was thinking to myself last night? I, pa- I packed Chelsea an overnight bag. Right. I went home at some point, yeah. fed the dog, took care of him for a bit, packed her an overnight bag, and brought it back to the hospital. I didn't put deodorant in the oh. bag. That's the worst. <laughs> I forgot to put deodorant. Every phone charger and Nintendo Switch and everything else you can imagine. Yeah. Bring any deodorant? Nope. And as nope. from from experience of being in hospitals a lot over the last you two years. Start to stink. Well, it's one of those things. At night, it's like a fridge. Yeah. It's like a freezer, actually. It's so cold at night, but then... They keep they you ask for all these blankets yeah. and when it gets to the morning and afternoon Here comes oh the god sweat. it gets so hot these layers off of me you're just sitting there <laughs> get this off of me um yeah so she is gonna be right <laughs> take an Uber home <laughs> uh what's on your uh, your notes there for the uh the machine ah okay yeah so recorded this uh, earlier this morning obviously here let me let me read a few uh drunk girl oh nice starship trooper. <laughs> uh, I've got some clippets. Okay. 
And a guy that I hope doesn't work today has today off. Oh. He was yeah. in one. Well, Tuesday, or is that what, what, Monday night? Yeah. Often the Friday of the service industry, hopefully, or... It's a a double coffee in the morning. You'll hear for yourself. I truly hope this guy isn't working today. It's coming up in less than 10. Welcome to Machine. 905-682-9797. Machine's brought to you today by plain black (laughs) t-shirts. When you have a meeting after the show and don't want to wear something wrestling, plain black t-shirts. That was good. That was good. Thanks, man. I really enjoyed that, actually. <laughs> I'll just wash the nude men. Um, you know what? <laughs> this came on the machine, so I figured we'll just start with this quickly. Oh, yeah. Good start. Quick. Yep. Quick and easy. Dip your toe in. Let's go. Now, let's do a new segment here. Mm-hmm. A lot of these that come in can be long-winded from her. Oh, okay. But this one, short and sweet. We're talking quick thoughts with Drunk Girl. Is it me or is there a lot of tree rats everywhere? Tree rats? <laughs> talking squirrels? Oh, oh, you know what we should have done? Should have done like, it's time for a quick thoughts with Drunk Girl. I should have played the harp. Oh, yeah. And then right after it, you say, that was. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let's try this. All right, again. sure. All right, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Uh, okay, go. It's time for quick thoughts with Drunk Girl. Is it me, or is there a lot of tree rats everywhere? That was Quick Thoughts with Drunk Girl. Oh, yeah, it's way better. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's way better. Okay, next time, next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get do. that. Right. Yeah. Uh, we talked <laughs> yesterday about Starship Troopers. She means squirrels, right? Yeah, she or does. Tree rats? Tree rats are squirrels, yeah. I, at least I assume. That's my best guess. I hope she has different. <laughs> like, Not hairy rats? Some kind of tree Stashed rats. Hairy rats sound awful. <laughs> we did talk about Starship Troopers yesterday, and Very I mentioned great. that I think it may have been the first movie that I saw in the theaters that uh, featured a pair of breasts. I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, sorry if it's a little loud, boys. I'm on my way to work, as usual. I just wanted to point out, in Starship Troopers, you see multiple breasts. Sure. In not one scene, but more than one scene, and over more than one of those movies. So just thought I'd point that out. Also, you see a chick from Gremlins, Katie, Phoebe Kate, sorry. <laughs> uh, you actually see her, I believe, in one of those movies as well. Is there boobs in Gremlins? Ones. Uh, I, don't I would have to. Well, Phoebe Cates was famously the Fast Times at Ridgemont High, the cars moving in stereo scene, right? Mm-hmm. The red. Uh, yep. the yep. uh, Denise Richards is the one that I think of from Starship Troopers. That's yeah. the, uh, the, yes. the breast that you see. Yeah. There's more than one Starship Troopers? We have to sit down for a rewatch. Uh, the other ones were straight to VHS release. Yeah, they? they were. Yeah, there was no way they. No, were and I'm not going to follow up with any sequels to Starship <laughs> Troopers. But maybe, uh, uh, maybe uh, you and I sit down for a rewatch of the original. Maybe mm. that's maybe that'll be the movie that we watch together. Blankets over top of us, though. Obviously, over top of both of us. Let's do share a blanket <laughs> in our soper brown undies. You want some popcorn? Ah! Ah! All right, let's play this. Maybe tomorrow I wanna bang your mom. Whoa. Oh, I know. Until tomorrow. Today, the line's too long. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's a saint. It's actually the same lyrics we sing in the uh, studio every day. <laughs> you leave her out of this. <laughs> Dorothy Mantith is a saint. 
Okay, we got a um, clip it. Hey, Matt. Hey, Carl. What's All up? Right. Joey, Rex, clip it. 446. Now, this is a pretty good clip it. I what do we will, got here? I will say. I, just, I grabbed it, and I knew they would stink, so I rinsed it. Clearly, uh, it did not get rid of the stink. <laughs> <laughs> and he is talking about sardines. Yeah, we're going to get to that a little after yeah. 8 o'clock, the, uh, the confessional from Joey Briggs. Let's break that down. But great clip at which we'll make it this week, yes. Uh, Pigeon Mike wanted to chime in with something we talked about yesterday on the show. Hey, boys. Pigeon Mike here, official enforcer of the Soap Burn Brown show. I want to get in on this world championship pillow fighting, but I need two cornermen. Mm-hmm. Will you guys be those cornermen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In between rounds, you're like, right, giving him advice. He yeah, hands, let's do it. He hands me the pillow, and I try to work it back together. Yeah. And I'm on the shoulders. I'm like, yeah. all right, all right. You, gotta go, you want to go for the head here. Yeah. Okay? You got to get a couple of head shots, but don't be afraid to work the body, Carl. <laughs> That's right. Mike, you got to swing from the base of the pillow, the base of the pillow. You can't just hold on to the corner. The corner's not doing damage. You're swinging wild. I want two hands on the pillow. I want a firm swing, firm swing. Don't be afraid to go to the body, but don't ignore the head. I want you backing him up to the cage. I don't want you going backwards. Oh, you press the you action. control it. All right? You control this it. This is your octagon. Are you ready? You ready? Let's go. Now smother him. <laughs> now the key is to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know the rules of the pillow fighting thing and if smothering is allowed, but it's Florida, so anything goes. You really never know. This... So my husband and I were out walking around looking at Christmas lights the other night, and all I hear from him softly under his voice, oh, wow. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh. I'm going to freaking slap him in the face. <laughs> it has broken my brain and infiltrated my life. Anytime I see anything, I'm impressed by now. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Every time. Oh. My <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. I, I, I'm oh, telling you. Awesome. If I hear anybody say I'm telling you, oh my it's God. over. <laughs> it's over. That's the end of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> look, this guy, we're going to finish with this here. This is the guy you say you're hoping you didn't have an alarm clock set for this morning? If this guy's working this morning, you. he says that. If this guy is working this morning, he's going to be late for work. <laughs> also, I'm now just realizing I hope there isn't anything I need to censor in there because I don't think I did. Okay. So, take a shot. Here he is. Hold on. Hold on. I won't play. Hmm? Oh, there we go. Uh huh. We got it going. Ow! Tonight is going to be a jailbreak. In this town. Yow. Hanging in there. That's the best. He's all I got some of the computer freezes. Yow. Yeah, it's not playing. Oh, hold on a second. Here. There we go. Going. This is. I really hope he's not working today. Oh. If you hear the alarm this morning. Oh. You call that machine anytime. The Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 742. Uh, A lot of texts coming in. 977-977. About that machine. The guy uh, 
who sent us the hammered message, has not texted us back. <laughs> Hope he's not up. But there is uh, there's some people saying, wow, wish I could have been like that on a Monday. Yeah. People have different schedules, right? That's right, man. His, his Tuesday, Wednesday might be his Friday, Saturday. Could be his Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. We can only hope because, yeah, I don't think a guy who was that into it should be working right now. Another text in there. Somebody was uh, texting me about some wrestling stuff, and they said, I got to hear about this catapult yesterday. Okay, so <laughs> this goes back months and months ago. We like, jokingly yeah. said we need a catapult. Me in the spring, something like that. We kind of just offhanded, yeah. whatever. And then Mike and Zach. Yeah, two guys. Decided, oh, we got to build these guys a catapult. We will build a catapult. And what would you say, about three weeks ago? Yeah, Just maybe, showed up on our doorstep maybe with two it? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. And so they showed up. They dropped it off, which is just, <laughs> I mean, it's just a mind-boggling thing. Oh, you would build great. a catapult for a radio show out of nowhere and drop oh, it's it off. awesome. But it is I love absolutely it. awesome and totally... Uh, very much conveys the <laughs> the style of Hits Nation for sure. So we mentioned it that morning, yep. and you know we took a picture of it, posted it up on our socials, and we got a text in the inbox from Laureen, who is a uh, school teacher at Royal Oak School in Niagara on the Lake, and she was about to commute in for the day, and asked if she could swing by, take a couple pictures, and have a look at it because apparently her class was studying like small machines and catapults and momentum and different things like that and they were analyzing what makes them work and what makes them not work that's right and they asked if it would be possible to bring the catapult to their school for a live demonstration so we did just that that's exactly what we did yesterday loaded up in a truck as it was uh yeah her husband came by loaded up the catapult some sandbags for safety of course to hold it in place while we were firing it off and uh we sent it out to niagara on the lake you and i followed up just after real cold yesterday man it was brisk (laughs) some light snow blowing across everybody wishing they brought a heavier jacket me wishing i had not shaved my head so recently (laughs) um we get there. I had to wear your wife's toque. The, you did. The kids, the kids brought like a like a wagon full of stuff oh, man. for us to. They they made things in class. They brought things from home. There was a giant Spider Man doll. Stuffies. Uh, there is water a, balloons. A thing of Lego. Pumpkins. Everything you beans. can imagine. A book. A book from Carl Sagan. Mom, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> it was a wagon of stuff, man. All of it was in there. And so uh, uh, Lorraine comes out, uh, Miss Dennis, I believe, with her class. And uh, we're okay, well, let's load up a water balloon. And so we load up a water balloon. And again, we go, okay, everybody, clear, clear out of the way. I don't know if I we can. We a whole field in front of us, right? I'm trying to see if I can get the video um, and uh, of the. Let's be, let's be clear as possible. We did not test the at catapult all. at all before we brought it there. Uh, here, hold on. Here's. A you have audio bit. from I it? I have a little bit of audio. Ready, of Hold on here. Yeah. All the kids are cheering. Oh, yeah. Two, one. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you hear the oh, no? The oh, no was a result because the water balloon that we launched at full capacity from the catapult traveled approximately three and a half feet, landed softly on the grass, did not burst, mm-hmm. and rolled to a stop. So we realize a few things in that moment. Number one, oh, no. There are 70 children standing around. About to pile out of the school expecting to see stuff fly and break. And we may not be able to deliver 
on those promises. So the catapult, yeah, the, the first initial shot. <laughs> so we had to make a few adjustments we, on the fly. And we did in terms of how you pull it back and release the thing. We, think, we were learning a little bit too. Yeah, I think we realized it, it was, you had to get down quick and let go. Yeah. If you held it down. And launched it, lost too much momentum yeah, on the way back. Yeah, it needed to. So the, yeah, there was, <laughs> there were a few, like a few hangups. Yes. But at the end of the day, we ended up launching a bunch of stuff as far as it would go. We threw some water balloons. We stomped on some pumpkins. So we initially had the catapult turned. We were going to, like, there's a forest there. Yeah. We were going to flo- just floor it into the forest. Right near Fort George in the uh, Niagara yeah. on the Lake area. That became not a thing we could do immediately. We turned the catapult back around to face inwards towards the parking lot, which was empty. Yeah. So we at least had some hard surface to land yes. on, harder than the grass. Yeah. And that resulted in a a few things breaking. Now, the great thing is, these all were younger kids. Yeah. And as soon as we just amped up the energy and kind of hammed it up a little bit, it was a lot of fun. I immediately went into dad mode and was like, all right. You're firing them up. You had them chanting and all that (laughs) stuff. And I just... I walked back over to Chelsea and just, I just said, Jesus Christ, I don't think this thing works very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the look that you and I shared after that water balloon traveled approximately three feet was just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> like we have put ourselves in this spot. It was a little freaky. We have overpromised and we are about to underdeliver. Now, I will say what I think, because the Mike, what Mike told me mm-hmm. when he first gave it to us is there's like a, the bar that it like, then hits. it hits to launch. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you want to get it further, lower that. Yeah. So I think if we lower that, that will help. If we lower that. And I think if we tighten these straps at the, the top of the rubber kind of straps. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we left the catapult in the capable hands of uh, of Laureen's husband. Well, the, they were like, we can we do some modifications and we can try again with the yeah. class. Absolutely. And we said, absolutely. That's part of lesson learning. Yeah. So you show them. Here's what, here's what we did last time, right? Yeah. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. And here's the improvements we made. Maybe we'll go back out and see the folks at Royal Oak for a second test. And I do want to say, after that first initial one, yeah. we were able to figure out what to do. Yeah. And we were able to launch a bunch oh, of stuff. We had so much right? fun. It was a great time. And we were just launching things straight up in the air. I'll say this. The Lego was the most fun. Yeah, for sure it was. We yeah, launched some Lego right in the everywhere. air. Everywhere. And uh, a nice note here from uh, Lorraine said the kids talked about it all for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, so. which is the most important part. It was a lot of fun. It's a nice chance to do some community outreach stuff and, and get out and, and see some folks. And, and yeah. I don't want this to be a no, situation that we're ragging on no. Mike and Zach. They built us a bloody cat. I was just going to say, Mike actually just texted. Did he? And said he apologized. Oh, don't apologize, which you dude. don't need to apologize. You guys did a great job with it, and we had a ton of fun. Yeah. We're going to make some some tweaks and some twists and some turns. Yeah. And we're going to try it again. Yeah. It's no need to apologize. Yeah. We were joking about it, you know. Obviously, it's to me... It was hilarious that oh, it didn't yeah. work the first Classic. time. It was so, so Think funny. Think on your feet, boys. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So hey, do not apologize, Mike. You know, if I was to build my first catapult, yeah. I don't know if it would work that well either. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like saying my first radio show was, it wasn't that good. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. I promise you it wasn't. True. So make some modifications and get back at it and launch some things. You we get do, back on the horse. We do have a little bit of video. And then you catapult that horse. <laughs> do we... Uh, are you talking about little Sebastian? No, okay. never. Um, do we put? So we're gonna put up some video. Yeah. I should put up the original one, right? That yeah, first yeah. shot. <laughs> that, the first shot's really funny. Put that first shot together. We've got a few clips together. We're gonna we're gonna take really some time uh, and and edit it together, and we'll put a little clip out either today or, or early tomorrow on our social feeds, so yeah. you guys can see the uh, catapult in 
action. I say that with air quotations. I'm <laughs> sad alone in a boggy marsh. Totally All right. We do got to talk about the sardines shortly. We, uh, we got to break this down. So once again, uh, for those who missed the show yesterday, you went into the kitchen and you were filling up water and grabbing some, uh, some coffee pods for Motley Brew. And you noticed certain smell mm-hmm. in the air, mm-hmm. smell of uh, smell of fish. You looked in the garbage, and there's just a, a sardine tin sitting in the in the garbage, which That's is right. kind of like open in the kitchen. It's got like the you know the waste, the recyclables, the whatever kind of three pronged approach. And you said well, that kind of stinks. I wonder who left that there. You express those thoughts to Patrick. Patrick's a producer with uh, six ten CKTB that we share a window with here. And Patrick said that's unique. Because last week, I noticed the same thing. Midweek, somebody had left a tin, once again, of sardines in the open garbage, therefore stinking up the kitchen area. Now, it's obviously a small thing on the list of, you know, things you can complain about. These are not criminal charges that we bring. But, but, it is, in my opinion, a good idea to figure out who... Mm-hmm. Who amongst us mm-hmm. is not rinsing their fish tin? I'll say this as well. There are other means of disposal on the property. Uh-huh. There are other means. This tin does not have to remain inside. If two radio stations are sitting here saying there's an issue, well, there might be an issue. Might so we wanted to know who, who was the sardine man or woman? Who's the stinky fish tin? And we wondered if it was Joey Bricks. We wondered. Well, we got our confirmation, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We got some audio. Let's break this down coming up. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's play some audio from uh, Adam and Joey's show. The sardine incident. <laughs> it was being discussed amongst the radio stations. Yeah, once again, if you just missed our setup here, uh, Matt, you yesterday went to the kitchen. You were grabbing some coffee Stunk pods. Like fish. Smelled like fish. Up on further investigation, it's a can of, uh, of sardines, uh, an empty can, formerly held sardines mm-hmm. in the garbage. Garbage is kind of open-topped in the kitchen, yeah, so that's yeah. why the smell spread. You mentioned it to Patrick. Patrick, a producer with 610, said, oh. funny you mentioned that, Matt, because... Wednesday or Thursday last week, there was a can in there That's right. as well. So two cans left in the garbage. Again, an open garbage in the kitchen. Everybody in the building talking about it. Fish in the workplace, a little bit of a, you know, an unwritten rule. It's more so I want to know who it is. I want to know why they are so uncleanly. I want to know... Who eats sardines at work? And there's that too, because it yeah. made me think of the blender bed. God, we went, smell bad. We went through the list of suspects. Mm-hmm. Not expect, obviously, not either of us. We did not think Ash or Adam. No, would be part of this. There was two things at play. Yeah, it was either Joey Bricks. Yeah, the time of day played into it too. Or it was somebody uh, six NCKTB who works at night. That somebody we in the evening don't know. We did not think Tom McConnell would be responsible for this kind of thing. There weren't it, too many suspects. The, the office, although we have opened back up significantly, still only has a certain number of on-air people that come in and out. If we were going to wager a guess, which people asked us to wager a guess, we said Joey would be number one suspect. He said he'd be in the lineup for sure. But we give him a chance to defend himself. Of course. This is what he had to say when Adam asked him. No. 
No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, you didn't you didn't have anything to do with the with the fish being in the kitchen? No, of course not. I don't like canned fish. I don't like canned. Fish. Doesn't like canned fish. What about tinned? Adam pressed him a little bit longer. Look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. You didn't have anything to do with the fish. <laughs> it was me. It was me. I put it in there. I had fish on Thursday. Can you hear him breathing? I'm sorry. I thought no one would notice. I put it in the different garbage. I rinsed it out. He rinsed, I even wrapped it rinsed? up in toilet paper. First of all, toilet paper. First of all, what I will I want to know what his definition of rinse is. Like, are we talking like a? Yep. Because. Mm-hmm. And second of all, yeah. he, he did not wrap. They were not wrapped. It was not wrapped. And I think I think also what he meant was paper towel. Either way. I don't think he meant toilet Even paper. If you wrapped it in that brown thin stuff that you have over there yeah. that yeah, that's I just, useless. I just like, it's useless anyway. It's like toilet paper, like you would have had to walk around to the bathroom. Yeah. Anyways, he didn't wrap it regardless. And the rinses, that's yeah, I, uh-huh. that's mm, uh-huh. Mm. So, okay. We have Joey admitting it. Okay. Which is good. Uh, they um, they did talk about it a little bit more later on in the show. I know, just some regular chili pepper. Brunswick was the brand. Okay. I like <laughs> it. Okay. How many sardines you get in a can? I don't know. I want to say at least eight. I don't think I've ever even had a sardine. They're good, man. I like them. Yeah. Ugh. That's a tough, a tough change after not liking canned fish. <laughs> May I shout out Adam Ricard there for the choice of background music that I can hear playing under the clip? What's playing? It's the Undisputed Era theme from NXT. Oh my! <laughs> Once yeah. again, our game: Can Carl make it wrestling? Ding ding ding! Uh, they did continue to talk about the cleaning out of the can. I didn't have anything for lunch that day. Oh, actually, you know what? This is great. Yeah. This is yeah. Before I play that, mm-hmm. when we were talking about it yesterday, you put yourself in Joey Brick's shoes a little bit. I made a prediction. Yeah. Right here. Let me let me give you the harp here. <laughs> This is me on the show yesterday as yep. we tried to figure out who it was. Let's hear it. You know, it's like, have, like I'm gonna, let me give you my impression here. Yeah. Oh, sardines. Well, I mean, there's nothing else here. Oh, let's give him a try. Like, you don't tell me. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. This Your is him. Joey Bricks. Yep. This is him explaining it. I didn't have anything for lunch that day. <laughs> I was, you know, I was in a rush. I didn't <sighs> find anything. So yeah, I'll just grab these sardines. I know I bought the, a pack <laughs> the week before. So I just I grabbed it and I knew they would stink. <laughs> I knew. I knew they Come on. I mean, is, is that not the most dead-on impression of Joey Bricks trying to figure out what to bring for I, lunch? I do have to give kudos to you, Inspector, and also to uh, the cross-examination by uh, Mr. Ricard there as yeah. well. Got him to crack under the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you had him dead to rights. Remarkable. Yeah. It just it just doesn't cross my... I just, I, I'm not a sardine household. You didn't think he would be a sardine guy. In a panic on the way out the door for lunch, I don't look around and go, oh, can of sardines. <laughs> and as I mentioned, we do have garbage outside the building. Yes. You could bag those and toss them into, either into the recycling or the garbage outside the building, which if you did... Would have deprived us of this wonderful amount of audio, so I'm actually glad he didn't do it. Let it be known. No, oh, that's true. When I did the sardine thing yeah. in the blender bat, yes. everything went right out. Outside. To the dumpster. Outside. And I sprayed this studio down. You sure did. And I was alone. You sprayed it yourself with your vomit, and then wow. you sprayed it with cleanliness. I was alone. Yeah. Nobody else was even joining me. Yeah, you also had some time by yourself to uh, let the place air out. Oof. Yeah. God, I'm getting reminded about what this was like. Mm. Anyways... 
We broke it down. We broke him down. And hopefully he'll just rinse it a little more thoroughly. Or, yeah, wrap it in a bag. Eat your sardines outside, Bricks. Also that, yes. CHT. Tom Petty, 977 Hits FM. It's the Soper and Brown Show. 977 All right, Master Domus. <laughs> somebody did text that. Yeah. Look here, I'm going to put it side by side. I This is... Your your impression of Joey Bricks grabbing sardines on the way out of the house versus yeah. the confession of Joey Bricks and the sardines. What do we got here? Oh, sardines? Well, I mean, there's nothing else here. Yeah, well, let's give them a try. I didn't have anything for lunch that day. I was, you know, I was in a rush. I couldn't find anything. So I'll just grab these sardines. I know I bought. (laughs) Mine mine was before I did that in the morning. You painted the picture yesterday morning. And his was the afternoon. Bricks came in and filled in the color. Usually on this show, you know, we've got you predicting wrestling stuff, killing it in trivia. I finally had my moment. Yeah, it's a big moment. I finally had my moment, Carl, of of, of predicting something. <laughs> We've got some uh, some sardine sympathizers in the text box here. I like this one. Used to have a coworker that would eat a sardine, onion, and cheddar cheese sandwich for lunch. Bet he oh. was bet he was popular. Ugh. This is incredible. Text comes in here. Uh, St. Catherine's number said, I used to work as a cart boy at Walmart, one of my first jobs. And one time, somebody ate a can of sardines while shopping and got the oil all over the cart. Oh. It stunk. And who eats sardines while shopping? Oh. Oh. This, Having a Walmart peruse and just some oily, throwing out some oily fish? This, again, is just takes me back. That blender bet, man. Yeah, I, I know. I'll never forget it. Yeah, I don't I know. know how you eat the. <laughs> I don't know how you eat them. This one here, eat your sardines outside. Like a smoker? At least give Joey a dedicated area for canned fish consumption. <laughs> That's funny. Put him on the back I deck? Said, just go eat him outside, Joe. <laughs> eat him outside. There's a hole upstairs of this building. Go <laughs> eat your sardines up there. Leave it in whatever garbage you want. Ooh. We'll find it in the spring. You can even eat them in the kitchen. You just got to bag it and take it right outside. Yeah, that's right? all. Just that's right all, outside. That's all we're asking. Ooh. That's brilliant. That's brilliant stuff. I feel gross thinking about the sardines. <laughs> yeah. also, you're not even celebrating your win. You're just thinking about your blender concoction. Eating, um, opening food and eating while you're grocery shopping. Yeah. Is that? Uh, I'm, I am not on board with it. I've had, I've had this conversation before. It's not something that I, I do or yeah. that I think people should do. Yeah. People come at me and say, oh, you've never shopped with hungry kids. And I'm like, no, I haven't. That's not my experience I've never opened anything up for, for the kids? MR Marshall in the mm-hmm. store. No. Mm-hmm. There you go. No. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I know you still have the thing that you ring it through and stuff like that, but no. Just just get your shop done. You can you can last 30 minutes. You mm-hmm. can. You can do it. What I if, promise you can. What if you need those sardines? <laughs> take them. <laughs> At least take them outside. You're drinking the... In the bathroom of a Walmart. Ugh. Three quarters of an inch of water hanging around your ankles. <laughs> Mudcat Jair said, I painted the piss. <laughs> you, you painted the piss. <laughs> Lord. Ah. Mm. 97.7 Hits FM to Soper and Brown Show. A couple of things. We do have some more MMA passes yeah. that we're going to be giving away. Uh, we'll Real do that blank. in about 30 minutes. I know we got some more vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw. We are doing Marketplace Prices Right. Uh, so that's coming up. That's coming up as well. I just got a note from uh, from Scott, guy who follows us on, uh, on Instagram. And he sent me a note saying, just so you guys know, I am currently in Warren, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And Hits FM was coming in. No. He said, I'm in Warren, Pennsylvania, 
No. And your signal is working here. How far is Warren, Pennsylvania? I don't know, but I'm about to look. <laughs> the signal reaches that far? Yeah. Apparently. Like, it's a vast, vast signal. Yeah. It's, and if there's if there's straight lines without interruption, there's a chance, It's right? crazy. And yeah. we've talked about how, you know, all over southern Ontario and, and yeah. really all over Ontario, it, it, it reaches some points. You go, wow, I can't believe that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a straight shot. Like St. Like Catharines and Warren are almost lined up, but it is... Uh, that is some distance, man. <laughs> that is some distance. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Warren, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I've always said it's my favorite part of Pennsylvania. Thanks. I've, you know I've said that. Oh, it's, it's been mentioned numerous times. I've been yeah. saying it for years. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> shout out. That's wild. Matt Soper. Carl Brown. Now. Now. It's time. Time. For Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl Brown. It's my name. Again, this is one of those games that you don't have a lot of not things strong, to work off of, not right? Not a strong point for me. Don't spend a ton of time on the uh, internet buying sells and don't have a great grasp for how people price their random crap. Unless maybe it was wrestling toys. Uh, if it was that, I could probably give you a fair market value. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you there's no wrestling toys. That is unfortunate for me. <laughs> probably, you, probably good for my competitor today. You are battling on behalf of Matt in the hammer. Okay. Uh, Matt in Hamilton sits on hold, hoping he can win $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw, which is going to be tomorrow night. Uh, looking to take you down today. We got Brent in Mississauga. Brent, good morning, buddy. How the heck you doing? Uh, night. Not bad, buddy. Okay. Uh, have you played this game before? Yes, sir. No, I did this one, but uh, you've played before, but not off. not this game. No. Okay, so we're gonna give you some real items that we found either on Craigslist, Facebook, anything, and I'll give you two prices. One of them's real; the other I have made up. You're looking for the real price. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. You want to go first or second? I'll go second. Go in second. Okay, Carl Brown. Ready to go first? Here we go. Let's start with the shower garden. Okay. It is a stand-up shower with a garden right in the middle. It says, water your plants while showering, pick up only. Uh, okay. Is it free or $25 for the garden shower? This feels like someone just has an old shower stall in the middle of their yard and wants to get rid of it. I'm going free. Free? Is incorrect. Twenty five dollars for the shower. Even charge twenty five bucks. You just want rid of this thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, Brent. All right. I have an extremely full ketchup package. This is the little ketchup packets that you would get like yeah. at a McDonald's. Sure. Yeah. And it's very full. Oh, that's different. Ten dollars, or do they want sixty nine dollars? I'll go ten dollars. Ten dollars. Is correct. I thought I could entice you with the 69. Yeah, no. Couldn't get you with the 69? Carl. You don't go 69 when you're too full. (laughs) Carl. What? The ketchup packet. I have a door ram Mm -hmm. used to break down drug house doors. Okay, I've seen those. In the description, it says, left at my house this afternoon. Oh, (laughs) discarded, was it? Seen those things, man, with the, the big handles on yeah, them? Yeah. yeah, okay, I know what you mean. $40 yeah. or $140? Oh, uh, that's $140. Bucks. $140. Bucks. It's good scrap metal. 
That is correct. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Yeah, I would have come back to it. Yeah. Well done. Okay, uh, Brent, a fake wasp nest used as an electric cutoff decoy. It says, put this where they would read the meter and they won't read it. <laughs> They'll come back in a week once you've got rid of it. $30 oh my God. or $69. I'm going to have to put $69 in that one. That is correct. Yeah. You hang it in front of your... You hang it right where they, they check everything? Well, yeah, yeah. And apparently it makes go, them go... Ooh, wasp nest. You have to get pass, rid of that. I'll come back, back in a week. Yeah. Gives you a week to what? Not have all your stuff and running? Get money. Get money, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny, honestly. Buys you some time. Uh, okay, two for two. You know what that means, Carl? You got to get this correct to stay alive. Got to have it. Come on, Carl. A professional mourner. Hire me to cry at your family member's funeral. Hmm. There's different rates or okay. different things that you can buy. Okay. Let's go with normal crying. Okay, the base package. Ba- exactly. Yeah. Is the base package $50 or $100? I'm going to go... Ooh. Funerals can be long. 50 bucks, there two hours, 25 bucks an hour. I'm going to go on the low end. I'm going to go 50 at the base package. 50. Is incorrect. Oh. 100 bucks for the base package? $100 for the professional mourner, just straight up. Let me... Um, I'd undercut them. I, I got some more here. So, yeah, what else is on that? Uh, so they they have the cry and rolling on the ground cry. Oh, my. That'd be $150. Crying and threatening to jump in the grave. That's two hundred dollars. I'd be taking that one. Yeah. Crying and actually jumping in the grave. How much? One thousand dollars for the actual <laughs> leap into the hole. No. <laughs> thousand bucks. I mean, I guess if you want to create a scene to make everyone else look better. Are you trying to distract from something else? I'm thinking so. Yeah. You're lifting purses while this person <laughs> causes a scene. What are you doing? Great. I, I wish I had answers for Who you, does Carl. This? I can tell you what answer I do have, and that's Brent. You're our big winner. Well done, buddy. Thanks, Matt. Sorry, Carl. I played you once already, and I beat you before. Oh, man. Look at this. Brent, Brent is your kryptonite, apparently. apparently. So. $100 worth of uh, vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw coming your way. Okay, you become a millionaire on Wednesday. What's the first thing you buy? Uh, house. Okay. <laughs> I was a, it's a good start. I was hoping you'd like say like the professional crier to, like I don't know, be at the ceremony when you get the uh, check or something, you know? Yeah. Get him to roll on the Draw floor. Draw some attention away from you, yeah. Brent, while you sneak out of there with that huge check. Exactly. Yeah. Brent, congrats, buddy. Stay on the line with us. All right. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Somebody really enjoyed your 69 full line. Oh, we can't repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in clip it. I was... Right, we had to move on. I, I had to move on because I was going to lose it. And it was also borderline, so we'll put it in <laughs> That's it. very true. Uh, by the way, you want to open our yogurts? It's like our favorite Madonna song. Come on. Borderline. That's our favorite? Mine. That That's the official Madonna song of the Soper and Brown show? Yeah, borderline. <laughs> Warren is the official Pennsylvania yeah, city that's right. of the Soper and Brown show. Yeah, and add Madonna's borderline <laughs> to the Soper and Brown playlist along with uh, The Boys Are Back and... <laughs> Anything by Thin Lizzy. No, it's just every artist, we get one song that's dedicated just to us. Annie Lennox. And, oh, yeah, that's ours. All that's on the playlist. No doubt, yeah. that's ours. Mine's covered in yogurt. How about your lid? Yeah, I have so much yogurt. I showed you that picture there from my uh, yeah. Instagram messages. My friend Jess listens to the podcast every day, loves our, our yogurt bit, sent us a picture 
of like one of the cleanest, cleanest, cleanest lids. Of and it's ever. Oikos, I think. There is a speck, maybe a speck on it. It is the closest thing I've seen to perfection. We keep getting people saying, I have a mm-hmm. clean lid. Yeah. And we had somebody send us one of the big tub of yogurts. Mm-hmm. And I've and and by the way, too, I do want to say, what was the I think it was uh it was the Icelandic one. Sky oh, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yogurt. I tried to order that in the, the online order. Yeah. And they didn't have it. Wow, they replaced in it. turn, they gave me the Iogo. Iogo. Which is what we're eating right now. I have a lemon. Yep. Carl's got a churry. Yeah, it's covered. Um It's good though. But I just want to say that. I think the grocery stores are on to us. <laughs> you think they're shaking them? I'm just saying. Well, Shake no, it up. Uh, what I, <laughs> 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 no, what I'm saying is they don't want us to have the brands oh, that people I, are saying. So they know what we're doing. They want the bit to continue. I think so. Well, they they get, want me to keep buying more yogurt. Well, they're getting the yogurt bump from us. This so. is what I'm saying. <laughs> you give me Iogo. I wanted that little Icelandic yogurt. All right. We got some prizes to uh, yeah. give away along with open mic today. What you do know, we got, Carl? Let me take a spoonful of yogurt. Yeah, you go ahead. Tell them what they can win. Let me drive the bus for a minute here. Mm. All this week uh, with myself and uh, Detective Soper over there, we're hooking up with four packs of general admission tickets to Brawl by the Falls. Plus, you can qualify for the grand prize, which is a four-pack of VIP tickets to the fight. And you'll join myself and Matt in the suite on December 18th mm. on the card. December 18th in the bra by the Falls. MMA lineup here. Handsome Scott Hudson Handsome takes on Scott Hudson. Dominic Clark. Dominic Clark needs a nickname. Michael Imperato battles Eric Wilson to see who's the king of the 145 pounders. Do you have a picture of Dominic Clark over there? Not in front of me. Mm. Let me look it up. We're giving him a nickname right now. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Dominic Clark, MMA fighter. I'll look at the uh, hits page here. Oh, he might have one. What do you got? If this is him, yeah. there is a Dominic All Day Clark. I'm looking at the picture that you've got in the poster in front of me. Yeah. It appears to be the same man. So we don't need to give him a nickname. All Day Clark. Versus Handsome. Cool. God. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, you want to win tickets? A Night of Fights, December yeah. 18th, Scotiabank Convention Center. We're going to be there and hosting a suite. If you want to win a four-pack of tickets, best question, we'll get you that opportunity, man. 977-977. Text them and give a call. Uh, whatever the phone number, 905-688-9797. You done now? Done. CHTZ. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, text the show. You can call us to 905-688-9797. We have MMA tickets, Brawl in the Falls. Like December the, 18th. I think it's from Pigeon Mike. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, forget MMA tickets. I want pillow fight tickets. Mm. Mike, we don't have those. Uh, not yet. Not in Canada yet. Uh, I, uh, before you go any further, can we transition to Aaron's question? What would be your MMA nicknames and what would be your pillow fight nicknames? Ooh. So um, for... Uh, for MMA, yeah. I'd be the Southern Dandy. Uh-huh. We live in Southern Ontario, yeah. so I'd be the Southern Dandy. For pillow fights, hmm. Carl Knight on the Town Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, in prison, I've heard that people mm-hmm. put things in pillowcases and use them as weapons. Yeah. So I'd be Matt. 
Don't drop the soap, soaper. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'd be. Don't drop the soaper. <laughs> pillow hands, Matt, pillow hands, soaper. Uh, I'd go with that. I like soft that. Hands, soaper. Yeah, soft hands, soaper. Soft hands. That's good. Uh, question here says, which Ghostbuster are you most like? I'm assuming they're talking about from the like original franchise. Yeah, I guess. So. I would put myself in the Venkman, the Bill Murray role. I can often be curmudgeonly. Yeah. Smarter than you I'd, might think, but I'm kind of miserable. You are the Dan Aykroyd yeah. character, Ray Stance. Yeah. Just incredibly hopeful, enthusiastic. Yeah. When they're trying to negotiate with the realtor about that like terrible building that they end up having their offices in, they're like, this place should be condemned. And then he comes down the pole. He's like, this place is great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get our stuff. We'll stay here tonight. Uh, that would be right? me, no doubt. Yes, we'll take it. <laughs> if you could cut one player from your favorite NFL team, who would it be? From my favorite team? Yeah, if you're, you're cutting a cowboy. Who on that team deserves a cut? Mike McCarthy. <laughs> he cut the head coach. Get out of here. <laughs> Best. And we're, we're sidebarring for a second here. Sunday night, big game, right? As the uh, Cowboys and Chiefs. Yeah. And before the game, Mike McCarthy, former coach of the Packers, now coaches the Cowboys, said, uh, you know, it's a real measuring stick game for our team. It's a real yeah. measuring stick. See where we hold up, where we stand up. They lose. Cowboys lose. And he goes to press conference. Mike, uh... You said it was a measuring stick game for your team. So how do you guys measure up? Well, I don't think about the team any differently. <laughs> and he's, you know, we're eight and three going into Thanksgiving. Somebody from the crowd went, uh, Mike, you're seven and three. This man coaches. <laughs> there are 32 of these jobs in the world. Yeah. And this guy holds on to one of them. That's right. I wouldn't let him wash my car. <laughs> And I say that with the utmost distaste. I don't like talking about how people should lose their jobs. That guy should not be an yep. NFL coach. You guys have a brilliant offensive coordinator there, yeah. Kellen Moore. Just let a him have brilliant, it. brilliant mind. Let him have the job. Don't let this putt sit there with three timeouts and a challenge flag with a nervous trigger finger. Don't let him be the guy. I agree. Also. That's who I'd cut from your team, and I don't care about my two teams. They're losing so bad, you can cut the whole thing. I agree with all of the above. <laughs> And, and you know what's funny? I think the Cowboys and the Bills are very similar right now. I think so. Right? They look incredible. And then, and then there's and then, these, yeah. The hell was that? All of a sudden, your offense disappears against yeah. Kansas City. Buffalo gets weird. bullied by uh, by Indy on the weekend. That's yeah, weird, man. What is one trait you wish you had inherited from your parents and one you wish you had not? Mm. Trait that I had? I would say. Uh. Something you wish you had. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. She had the. My mom has a good like. My, maybe it's my dad's side. He has an ability. He has an ability to shut up once in a while, and I do not. <laughs> um, so that I wish I had not inherited the depression. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that one, and the, the, I'll just go with that one as well. Would it's you too ra- deep. Move on. Would you rather let uh, you know? You know who uh, Half Bjorn Bjornson uh, Bjornson, I believe, he's the world's strongest man, the Mountain yeah. from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Would you rather let him hit you three times with a pool noodle, or let a second grader hit you with an aluminum bat? Oh, the pool noodle. Oh, let that kid swing that bat. What? He's like seven or eight. Marshall's age swinging a bat. How hard could he swing a bat? I've been hit by an aluminum bat. How hard could he swing a bat? Not harder than the time you got hit with it, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not letting that guy soak a pool noodle and whip me with it three times. Oh, wait. Times. It was wet? Oh, God. It's got to be wet. What? got to be wet. That you did not say that. Uh, if you could relive, <laughs> relive any year that you've already lived through, which would it be and why? Hmm. And go back and relive a year? I'd like to go back to 2010. I wish I did. I wish I was more involved when the Olympics were in Vancouver. That was incredible. I was, I was working like a dog through all of it and got to enjoy 
almost none of it. I don't really have like I know it was there, but it just happened around me while I was working to survive, and that sucked. I wish I got to enjoy it. I think I would actually choose that as well because you did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Experiences around it, and I worked in it, and like literally in it at events and stuff. I, I, I just I worked every single day. I got to attend nothing. It was miserable, and I want another crack at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I agree, but for all the other reasons. Yes, <laughs> for all the good reasons. <laughs> all the good reasons. But see, once again, it's an example. You're like, oh, that was wonderful. I look back on it with insane regret. <laughs> uh, what else goes on here? Uh, favorite Christmas activity, for example, you know, cutting down the tree, any family traditions you might have, et cetera. So there's two for me. The, the initial decorating of the tree, yeah. love that because Fun. Fun. it's the first go-through of your Christmas playlist. Oh, okay. Right? You haven't had the songs beaten into you. You've heard them everywhere, right? It's the first where you're like, it's the most wonderful. Oh, I do like this song, rocking around. This is a good one, too. Finally, you've been waiting 300 days to hear Bruce Springsteen go, I just want to say, say (laughs) Merry Christmas, baby. Sploosh. Oh, it's a great. (laughs) So I would say that and Christmas Day, not because of the, the presents. The presents are great. After the presents are done, and the kids have started playing with all their stuff. Occupado. And the cooking and the drinking starts. Oh, okay. Because, again, you know it's going to be the last day of the music, so you enjoy it. Right. And usually everyone's pretty happy and jovial, and, like, you know, it's... It's a fun. It's a party. I like it. Favorite tradition for me for a number of years, uh, it was great. I, every Christmas, we would do the presents and stuff like that. My sister and I would always get gift cards for the movies, and mm. I, we would just go to the movies. That and it was, really it was the best thing. We did it together. Uh, my favorite thing now, because it's just Chelsea and I here, we do Christmas via Zoom for the most part with our families uh, in BC. Uh, each year, like, second year, I guess, she asked me, like, what do you want for your Christmas dinner? Like, give me a challenge. What do you want for your Christmas yeah. dinner? So last year, we did incredible brisket. Yeah. And this year I said, I want the greatest beef dip I've ever eaten. Mm. I was like, you research, you do whatever you think you got to do. Beef dip. I want the best beef dip and au jus for dipping all that good stuff. Two Oregon fish sandwich. Last one. Yeah. Uh, this is a great text. This came in and said, am I crazy to give up a golden uh, job with the city that I'm currently living in to go work at a grocery store in my cottage community? I'm 43 I want a less stressful and simple life. Thoughts and advice? I think it depends on a few things. Do you have a family, mm-hmm. wife and kids? Because yep. you have to take them into account. Two, can you make it work financially? And when mm-hmm. I say that, I mean, are you willing, assuming you you have a well-paying job, yep. there's nothing wrong with going, working, a gross, like, you know, yep. going to a small community, get, getting in on that. Yeah. But there's going to be some things you're not going to be able to do anymore. Sure. Right? You're going to have a lot less disposable income. Yep. If you have a high-paying job and you're working down, yeah. you're going to have to change your lifestyle. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know what kind of assets this person yeah. has or whatever. Like, I get the idea of moving towards a less stressful uh, occupation and trying to enjoy your years. Absolutely. If you can do it financially, yeah. I say do it. We are not meant as humans to work ourselves to death, no, no matter what we've been Enjoy your life, man. Yeah. Enjoy so, it. yeah, I would encourage you to look at that. And see, if you can do it. Make a plan. Maybe there's a couple of years you got to hang in for, whatever you got to do. Uh, once you once you leave, you're not going back. Also, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, they're yeah. not taking you back. No, so you better be sure about that. That's decision. a commitment. Uh, I think my favorite question was the uh, what year would you relive? I quite yeah. like I quite like that one. What do you like? I don't remember any of the other ones. So Very done. good. Silver and brown. Silver and brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. That's not bombs away. Huh? 
Big Rack. Sound just like him. Yeah, nailed it. So firm round. 97.7 Hits FM. Weirdest thing just happened here in the building. <laughs> so we have our like front area, right? Yeah, there's a reception area. Right it's been white, unfrequented for almost two years. So we just make our way to the kitchen to fill up some waters. Mm-hmm. And... There's a guy. Just a man there. Sitting at the front desk. Yeah. But he has his back to us. Yeah. And he's sitting dead still. Yeah. And we're both like. We're not expecting anyone. Ooh. There's there's like a few familiar faces around the building. Yeah. Right? There's you, there's me, there's Tim, there's the team at Move, Patrick. Well, we check in with that. You know, we're like, are you guys expecting anyone? Yeah. Like, and they're yeah, like, yeah. no, are you guys yeah. expecting anyone? No. No one gets in here without yeah. like, it's, you know, we're Fort Knox here. It's locked yeah. down, right? And so we're just all like looking at it. It's yeah. like he's not even moving. No. Right, like it was weird. And it was just, what is happening? In, deep in focus. Door opens and uh-huh. someone's like, hello? Doesn't move. Budge. Doesn't say a thing. Any earbuds in or something? I, I don't know. And then again, someone's like, can we help you? And he just goes, I'm fixing your doorbell. Fixing the doorbell. Little doorbell service. I've never seen somebody work so still in my life. <laughs> Very focused. Man, man loves what he does. I guess, eh? Yeah. It just looked like, I, I almost thought maybe like it was a statue or like a- I thought it was somebody waiting to assault you probably after ma- the show. Yeah, right? may, probably me. Take my guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait right. for you to walk out alone. <laughs> We're going to have a new doorbell, though. Oh, that's great news. That's pretty cool. Oh, you need that. Yeah. You need that. Everybody needs a new doorbell, don't they? Don't you? <laughs> Anyways. All's well. Thought we had an intruder. Things are fine. Carl was getting it. Oh, Carl sure. was actually getting a little ready excited. To go. Ready to go. You were a little too excited. Who's that guy? Who is that guy? Let's go find mm-hmm. out. That's not bombs away. Huh? Big wreck. Just like him. Yeah, nailed it. So firm round. 97.7 hits FM. Weirdest thing just happened here in the building. <laughs> so we have our like front area, right? Yeah, there's a reception area. Right it's been white, unfrequented for almost two years. So we just make our way to the kitchen to fill up some waters. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy. Just a man there. Sitting at the front desk. Yeah. But he has his back to us. Yeah. And he's sitting dead still. Yeah. And we're both like... We're not expecting anyone. Ooh. There's there's like a few familiar faces around the building. Yeah. Right? There's you, there's me, there's Tim, there's the team at Move, Patrick. Well, we check in with that. You know, we're like, are you guys expecting anyone? Yeah. Like, and they're yeah, like, yeah. no, are you guys yeah. expecting anyone? No. No one gets in here without yeah. like, it's, you know, we're Fort Knox here. It's locked yeah. down, right? And so we're just all like looking at it. Yeah. It's like he's not even moving. No. Right, like still. it was weird. And it was just, what deep is happening? In, deep in focus. Door opens and uh-huh. someone's like, Hello? Doesn't move. Budge. Doesn't say a thing. Any earbuds in or something? I, I don't know. And then again, someone's like, can we help you? And he just goes, I'm fixing your doorbell. Fixing the doorbell. Little doorbell service. I've never seen somebody work so still in my life. <laughs> Very focused. Man, man loves what he does. I guess, eh? Yeah. It just looked like, I, I almost thought maybe like it was a statue or like a- I thought it was somebody waiting to assault you probably after ma- the show. Yeah, right? may, probably me. Take my anything. guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait right. for you to walk out alone. <laughs> We're gonna have a new doorbell, though. Oh, that's great news. That's pretty cool. Oh, you need that. Yeah, you need that. Everybody needs a new doorbell, don't they? Don't you? <laughs> Anyways, all's well. Thought we had an intruder. Things are fine. Carl was getting it. Oh, Carl sure. was actually getting a little ready excited. To go. Ready to go? You were a little too excited. Who's that guy? Who is that guy? Let's go find mm-hmm. out. 
Soper and Brown show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, before yeah. we get out of here. Yeah. What the heck did we learn on this show today? <laughs> Holy, did we learn a lot. We had a busy show, man. We learned a lot today. Uh, we learned about your night at the movies last night with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which it you was enjoyed. Fun. A lot of fun, man. It's theater, if, a lot of Hits Nation there. If you watch and you're a fan of, of the originals, a lot of callbacks yep. and uh, some great new stuff. And yeah, it's silly, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, we learned that uh, you think the bug problem at Camp Soper is resolved with with, a, with an asterisk. Next pretty to sure it was now. mites. Yep. And I think we've resolved it. I think. We learned our catapult is not as powerful as we previously thought. We were at Royal Oak Elementary uh, in uh, Niagara-on-the-Lake yesterday. We will rebuild. We <laughs> will. We can make her bigger, faster, stronger, <laughs> better. Uh, your underwear arrived yesterday. I they saw did. I pull those out of the mail. It's very exciting. Soper and brown undies. I'm not wearing them today, though. Go ahead and get yours. Hitsfm.com. I saw another shipping notice yesterday. Come about, on. about 30 more pairs went out yesterday. November. Keep them coming. We want to raise a ton of great funds from November. And most of all, I want to raise enough that we do this again next year. Yes, And please. have 22 models, too. So uh, great chance to get yours there. Get the season's hottest stocking stuff or hitsfm.com from our friends do at not. Wear. Do not disappoint your partner. Yeah. If they ha- open up their stocking and the yeah. underwear are not uh, in there, Christmas eh? ruined. Yeah. Ruined. We talked about things that we did not get for Christmas when we were kids. Don't create one of those memories for your loved one this year. Uh, we learned that it was, in fact, Joey Bricks behind the Ooh. sardines. And we learned that you walked us all the way down the path during the show yesterday with your uh, Matt Stradamus. Uh, your, yeah. your description of what you you put yourself in the mind and the shoes of Joey Bricks as he was leaving the house before work, and you basically laid out exactly what happened. The first thing you'll hear was what I said in the morning. This was yesterday's morning show, and yeah. then Joey's confession in the afternoon with Adam. Listen to how similar. What do we got here? Oh, sardines. Oh, I mean, there's nothing else here. Oh, let's give them a try. I didn't have anything for lunch that day. I was, you know, I was in a rush. I couldn't find anything. So I just grabbed these sardines. I know I bought them. Incredible. It's, it's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, and also, I want to uh, just give a shout out to uh, to Hits Nation. Um, we discussed um, why I wasn't with you at mm-hmm. the movies uh, last night. If you did miss it, um, my wife has a heart condition, a hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is what the details of it are called. And she has a defibrillator uh, implanted uh, in her chest for uh, times where your heart may become out of rhythm. And yesterday, in the middle of the afternoon, it went off. Uh, we were in the car at the Penn Center, drove her over. She's uh, She's been at St. Catharines General receiving care. Since then, she's well. She's anxious to get home and see mm-hmm. her dog, and probably me, eventually. <laughs> yeah, but eventually. But the dog more so. Oh, but uh, but she's good. I'm all right. We're good, and I appreciate all the uh, nice all the texts and the messages in. that came in, and I uh, appreciate the chance to be uh, just you know transparent and honest, and not have to hide behind excuses on the yep. show here. So well, it's nice to be honest with everybody and get it out there, and uh, we're we're all right, we're going to be okay. So thank you very much for all the messages. Well done, pal. Great under pressure. Uh, Ashley is up next. You enjoy a nice uh, nice Tuesday. It's looking pretty decent out there, and we'll see you bright and early tomorrow, party people.
sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.